Woke up a rebel. Okay, okay, here we are once again, Revelations Podcast, uh, with yours truly, Mario. And yours truly, Aisha. A.K.A. Jungle Royalty. And together we form the DJ Duo slash Podcasters, Woke Up a Rebel. It's been a minute since we recorded one of these, hasn't it, buds? It has been, and we're glad to be back again. Okay, okay, so... Um, before we get into this, uh, where are we? It is March 27th, 2021. Tomorrow will be the Earth Strong, the birthday, the what other terms do they use? Revolving of the sun. Yes. So what are we saying? Tomorrow is Jungle Royalty's birthday. It's her birthday. And it's not just any birthday, it's her champagne birthday. Woo! Champagne bottles, what? <laughs> Very excited and very happy to be alive during this time and share it with my friends and family. I'm truly grateful to make it, to have made it this far. Right, truly, truly, truly. Very glad that uh, we are a team and we're doing this collectively. And hopefully, you know, we impact the lives of the people that are listening right now. Thank you so much for every single one of you. All right, so today we're going to be talking about three different topics. It's not easy putting this together because there's so much we want to talk about. But given the fact that it is International Women's Month, we felt that it was appropriate to talk about a few things. And they do get a little bit heavy, a little bit dark, unfortunately. But we're going to end it on a lighter note, a little bit of controversy. But for the most part, it's all, you know, for sheer fun of our love for music, our love specifically for the genres of reggaeton, dancehall, and pretty much all sounds that come from the Caribbean. Okay, so... Uh, today we're going to be talking about a reggaeton artist named Arcangel. And unfortunately, he's been in the news for some pretty negative things that he said. He kind of put his foot in his mouth and the timing was just horrible given that it is Women's Month. And uh, we're going to lay something heavy on you, unfortunately, but we want to bring awareness to some things that are going on in Aisha's, um, you know, the nation that birthed her parents. In Jamaica. It's really sad to find out that there was a 20-year-old woman whose body was found. And there's a man that has been listed as a person of interest, and they say he's detained by police. So we'll be getting into that later on. Right. And to end it off, we're going to be talking about El Chombo. If you don't know who El Chombo is by now, um, listening to this podcast, uh, then you know we'll give you a little bit of rundown of who he is. And... Um, why he's been in the news this year, especially in regards to reggaeton news and the controversy that has been stirring up in regards to some comments that he made during an interview on Molusco TV, which is a popular radio host slash YouTuber from Puerto Rico. All right. So to get things started, um, how are you doing, Jungle Royalty? Everything good? For me, I'm doing pretty okay. I know there are a lot of people struggling during this pandemic time and life's really rough because of the shutdown. So you know, their businesses can't be underway and they have no way to provide for their family. So I just want to say a quick prayer for all those who are struggling right now. Father God, I just want to say that I hope you can provide for these people and give them the things that they need to survive because this is a hard time and everyone is struggling and that you make a way for them and show them the light and that there is a better day and better days ahead and you help them to the best of your ability and help them help each other because 
one alone cannot do it, but as a group, united, there is so much we can accomplish. So the Lord bless them all. Amen. Amen to that. All right. So let's get started. So in regards to, you know, all of you ladies out there listening to us, thank you so much. And I just want to say to you on behalf of my gender, happy International Women's Month. One thing that I have noticed, unfortunately, as a man, is that women are not celebrated enough during this month. And it's very unfortunate that from what I hear, a lot of workplaces do not appreciate women, especially in workplaces where there aren't that many, where it's usually a male dominated industry. Um, the acknowledgement is not there enough and really apologize sincerely about that. But I want to give you a voice on this podcast and seeing that my partner in crime is a female. I just want to let you know, Aisha, that I respect you and I'm very grateful for you. And you are one of the most powerful women that I have ever met. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Right. So shout out to all our moms, aunts, sisters, cousins, you know, that are all taking part in this celebration. Um, you know, shout out to you. Salute you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being, uh, you know, the carriers of life. The backbones of life. Okay. The backbones of life. Right. So to get started, right, we're going to talk about Arcangel. So who is Arcangel? Arcangel is a reggaeton artist that I'm personally been a f I've personally been a fan of since around, man, I can't even think how far back. Whenever that song came out, Ven Pegate, that he did with De La Ghetto when it used to be Arcangel and De La Ghetto, that song changed a lot of things for me. I had never heard anything like it. Um, I think they were introduced in the, the Sangre Nueva album where, you know, the reggaeton genre introduced a lot, like a huge wave of artists. And some of those artists are some of the heavy hitters that are in the game right now, right? Including Arcanjel. So Arcanjel, he makes really good music. He's, you know, he's a very outspoken person. You know, he's known for that. But I think this time it kind of got him into a little bit of trouble. And what he had said, right, earlier in, in the month, right, and like I said, it's unfortunate that he said it's during Women's Month, um, Arcángel's comments regarding women. Uh, he said on his Instagram stories, and people, please, I am guilty of this too, please be careful with what you share on social media, please be careful what you share on your, on your stories, because even though they are 24 hours, they can leave permanent um, damages to your reputation, to your brand, and in this case, I think this could be one of those situations. And you never know how your thoughts and feelings can impact somebody else. Not to say that you shouldn't have the freedom to say what you want, but just also keep in mind people that will be affected by what you say. Right. So I'm going to read to you in Spanish, right, to get things uh, started, and I'll translate it after. But earlier in the month, Arcángel shared on his story for who knows what was going on, what inspired him to do this. But he said... Quieres que te respeten como mujer, bla, bla, bla. Pero te pasas enseñando el culo en las redes sociales por likes. Las mujeres que se comportan se distinguen y se catalogan como damas. So basically what he was saying was, uh, you want to be respected as women, but you're always showing your ass. Women who are well-behaved, distinguish themselves, and are cataloged as ladies, wrote the artist. After this comment, the controversy has once again accentuated in the video clips and in the images that usually appear in this genre. Now, there were a few female artists that obviously did not take that well. A couple of them being Anita and Bad Gyal. 
Anita is a Brazilian artist, and if I'm not mistaken, Bargial is from Spain. And, you know, they have spoken against this, and they're not the only ones. Uh, Kazu has also spoken about, um, you know, how hurtful what uh, Arcángel's words were. Now, what Bargial said was, These days I don't feel that we have been celebrated or supported. Rather, everything on the contrary. One of my favorite artists, she's talking about Arcángel, uploaded a text in his story saying that women who show their bodies do not deserve respect. It gives me a lot of pain to see a man talk about us, about who deserves respect and who does not, about how you have to behave so that they can respect you. I'm sick of the double standard of separating women, you know, who are only there to be given likes, subscribe to OnlyFans, women who are only there to have children, to stay home cooking, to love you, etc., etc., she wrote. So, you know, obviously, you know, it did not sit well in, in some influential people's um, hearts, right, that also have a voice just like him. But the one that really stood out the most was Anita, the Brazilian artist Anita. I'm personally a fan of songs that she's made. She's made songs with some of my favorite uh, producers, Major Lazer. And, um, you know, she's pretty good. So she said, You can use asses of women in your videos and put explicit lyrics to get views, but at the same time say that women who show their ass on their social networks do not deserve respect? I'm confused. Happy Women's Day, who deserve respect with or without asses showing, be it on your Instagram or in music videos of men who believe that there must be women of a type to exploit them in what, in what suits them, and women of another type so that it is yours, as in an ideal lady. Peace, love, and coherence, said the Brazilian's message, also highly applauded. And in her Instagram post, she's actually showing off her booty. Uh, and this, what I just read to you, was the caption, uh, translated as best as I can, as I could. So... In regards to that, Aisha, right, Arcángel's comments saying that, you know, there are different types of women, right? And you could already imagine what that means. You know, you see it in dance hall, you see it in hip hop. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about his comments? I feel like, I feel like, obviously he's a male, so he's seeing things through his male gaze. The fact that he feels like he can categorize women into certain little boxes saying, "If if you show your booty on social media, it's... It means you're not as classy. And who is he to say that? You have these, like like Anita said, you have these females in your, in your videos that you're using for what you want them to be used for. But when they do it on their own, it's, it's a problem. Women should have the freedom to do whatever they want. It's not up to the man to say, this is what is okay and this is what is not. Okay, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, one thing, and I'm not making any excuses for anyone, but I grew up listening to reggaeton. I've been into reggaeton since probably the year 2000, 2001. And I cannot deny that this music has really been created. A lot of it, a lot of the lyrics are degrading women, objectifying women, probably just as bad. Yeah, just as bad as, uh, you know, most of our English uh, music where they do the same, right? This is a learned behavior. But this is also a behavior that uh, has been accepted, right? This is the norm. Yeah, it's very troublesome, right? Especially coming from somebody who's as influential as Arkanhil. And that was actually addressed to him, right? Is that uh, he he has a huge following, right? And he can influence uh, people's perception towards women and feminism greatly, right? So instead of using his platform responsibly, Right during Women's Month, he decided to say something that was completely foul, completely out of line, 
And if you felt that, feel that, you know, like you're entitled to your own opinion. But just remember, if you're posting something on social media, you're showing a side of you that, you know, may not be taken the right way or you might say it the wrong way. And, you know, just to get a little, well, I'll get to that in a minute, right? But uh, just adding to what Anita had said, she searched the meaning, right? She said to search the meaning of lady and gentleman in Google. And she came to the conclusion, right, that, okay, I don't know why my uh, Google Assistant was trying to activate itself. Clearly, it's listening to this. Um, so she searched for the meaning of lady and gentleman in that search tool. <laughs> and uh, she came to the conclusion, right, that she does more justice to the word than many men out there who want women to be ladies, but they actually have no qualities of a gentleman. She explained that to him because he has such a huge following, like I had mentioned, right? And he shouldn't be saying those things, right? To make things worse, Arkan Hill issued an apology, right? Because clearly he had the whole genre and like a lot of women um, coming for him. So his, uh, his apology actually made things a lot worse. He said to Anita, right, his response to her, he said, and I'm translating this from Spanish as best as I can. He said, I love you, mommy. There's no better fan of your ass than me. If I could give it a lick with my mouth, I would lick it. A comment that didn't fix the problem. That, that is why the Brazilian artist I need to clarify that if somebody really wants to apologize, they do so because they understand the damage that they had caused, not out of fear. She said, I think the reasons why people have to try to learn something or say sorry for something is because they really understand the importance and not because of fear of cancellation on the internet. I don't need likes with kisses on my ass, she concluded. It's like he was making light of the situation by complimenting her ass. Like, that is not what the situation is. That's not what the problem is. If you're going to speak up and say sorry, do it properly and mean it. She's a powerful woman and she's accomplished so much more for herself. And he could have mentioned anything about that and how she's contributed to helping other women. But he wanted to focus on his on her ass because that's not that's what all guys think about but yeah that's that's uh, his point of view that's based on his uh the way he lives right based on his um experience right on his journey right so he went on to say there are women who unfortunately use their social networks to prostitute themselves because social networks are already like you know you understand sometimes they demand a certain respect from men than for any women if you do not behave as one does not deserve does that make any sense but I repeat, if some serious, respectable women felt I, uh, attacked or something, excuse me, pardon me, I did not mean that. I love women's booties. I like them, and I like the I like Anita's, and I will come back and tell you that I am the one who likes you the most, mommy. It hurt me that she gave me an unfollow. She said, he said, you know, you went downtown with me, meaning, you know, we went downhill, like our relationship went downhill. Statements that make it that make it understood that Arcangel has not understood anything that Anita has tried to explain to him. And he said, uh, one cannot generalize, I was not referring to all women. Fine, hardworking women, serious and responsible, that have felt that I have disrespected them for this comment, I did not mean that kind of disrespect towards any lady. Mother, cousin, friend, colleague, partner, no one, like no females. He was referring to a certain type of woman. And, you know, at the, he, but he did admit that at the end of the day, they're all women. They all deserve respect, regardless of what it is that they do or how they carry themselves. But I think that that was more of him just trying to save himself for PR reasons, right? Unfortunately, I don't 
like saying this, but it needs to be addressed considering, right, that there's usually a pattern when it comes to people with a certain way of thinking. And this was pretty much swept under the rug pretty well. But back in 2019, Arcangel was arrested. Uh, I believe it was April of 2019. He was arrested in Las Vegas for allegedly kicking his partner, the mother of his child. At first, he was charged with a misdemeanor and domestic battery, right? And uh, he was released on a $3,000 bail. It's strange, but the case was dismissed due to a lack of evidence. Even though there was a video, there was security video of him kicking her. The reggaeton artist affirmed that the kick did not carry any force and that it was only a game. Although the image of the security cameras revealed that the blow was more severe than the singer said. Who is Arcanhil? Right? And I'm not just targeting Arcanhil, don't get me wrong, but unfortunately he put himself in the spotlight to be this person during Women's Month. And... You know, it is, we have to question now, like, who is this person, you know, that got away with kicking his girl? Like, what? This is happening in the media, right? And this is something that has always happened in the media. Now, imagine what goes on in our regular everyday lives, you know, where women are just trying to walk down the street. I saw something on a very popular Canadian social media account called Six Buzz, right, where they showed a woman who was walking around Vancouver, Canada, right, in British Columbia, Canada. And she was followed by a man for over 45 minutes around the street. Did you see that? Yeah, she was recording it on her phone. And she was recording him. He was very close to her. And he was following her for 40 minutes until she went to a skate park. And she sat with some people and asked them if she could sit with them. Because, you know, this guy's been following her. And they were like, yeah. Up to the point that one of the skate park guys, they went up to him like to question him. And the person walked away. And that shouldn't have happened. Why was he even so comfortable following her and knowing that he was being recorded? And it was broad daylight too, right? Can you imagine that? Like this was happening in broad daylight. Usually when these things happen, you hear about it. You know, a lady's walking down a dark street or an alley for some reason. But this happened in broad daylight, right? And in a very busy street, right? In a very popular, busy city, right? In Canada. So it just goes to show the human condition. And where we stand as, uh, you know, healing, like bridging gaps, bridging, um, you know, creating equality, right, amongst men and women. We have to all do our part in being vigilant. It's not just to say it's up to women to protect themselves and it's up to men to know not to do wrong things. We all have to play our part in making a change and making a difference because we're all responsible for our individual actions. I'm not going to say it's only men's fault that these things happen and blame them. I'm saying everybody needs to take responsibility for themselves and what they pass on to the people around them and their children. And have these conversations with your friends. Talk about the important things of what can you do to make a change. Right. Very well said. Um, it also shows us, right, like if we bring it now to real life for us, I guess, right, in the working force. Um, I've been hearing this month, right, a lot of women who don't feel appreciated in the workplace, right? There aren't enough programs in workplaces in, at least, you know, in uh, major corporations uh, in in my city, where we're from, right, uh, Toronto. Um, there isn't a whole, a huge importance given to women, but, and to be honest, like, I'll tell you as a man, and, and you know, I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, but I didn't really know that it was Women's Month until... This month when it's really women around me have been very vocal that they're not appreciated, right? They're not appreciated in, in the workplace. And that's very sad. It's very sad when you see that St. Patrick's Day is more celebrated and more acknowledged, right, than 
Women's Month, you know, and that's that's troubling in the workplace, right, in 2021. And uh, we just want to address that. Women, from my understanding, have a natural nurturing element to them. And if you treat women better in the workplace, then the workplace, the workforce might be a better place. That's just my opinion based on my experience. How do you feel about that? I feel like not only in the workplace should women be acknowledged and appreciated, I think they should be appreciated through all walks of life, whether whether they're just being a mom, taking care of their kids, whether they're working, whether they're helping somebody out. Women do so much for so many people in terms of supporting them mentally, physically, emotionally. We are there and we do not get enough credit. And I just want all the women to know that I stand with you, my people. Of course. Yes, because I am a woman and I will say it. You know, and uh, shout out to you. I mean, for me, like I, I was raised by my mother and my older sister, right? So I, I didn't have my father in my home. So I, I had them, right? And I've always just known. To me, women are held at such a high standard, right? And that's just based on my experience, right? I just want to know, how can you disrespect the person or the people that brought you into this world and gave you life? Uh, when you don't have training. Right when you haven't had the proper training, it really comes down to training, right? You imitate what you see, and for Arcangel to come out and say what he said, it was just really uncalled for. And like, I wonder what he was looking at. I wonder what conversation he was having that told him, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna post this. This is the right thing." But you know, maybe it wasn't meant for him only. Maybe he was a vessel that was used at that time. You know, to bring awareness to something like this. And unfortunately, he was the sacrificial lamb for it. But, you know, I hope you can bounce back from this. And, you know, when Daddy Yankee unfollows you, I don't know. How do you really... Like, you really stirred up some stuff. And there's clearly people who know things about you that, you know, you clearly probably have to deal with, bro. So, Arcangel, whatever it is that you're going through, I really hope that, uh, you know, you can see some clarity, see the light. Because we really need to know that people... And in this case, men can be rehabilitated from this way of thinking, right? Because this leads us to our next topic, right? That has been developing in uh, Jamaica. Thank you for that segue. So unfortunately, there was an incident where the body of a 20-year-old accounting clerk, Kenise Jackson, was discovered on March 26th. And a man has been listed as a person of interest and was detained by police. So Jackson was found in Port Moore St. Catherine and has been missing, had been missing since March 24th. And it's, it's really unfortunate that this happened, not only because she's a woman and not only because it's the month of March, but because this is a continuous problem that really, really needs to be shined, a light needs to be shined on. A number of artists have come together to express their outrage at the news. And it's sad that a situation like this has to happen for people to come together to speak up on it. Many artists have expressed how they were feeling about it, which include artists like The Angel, who said she was shocked by what had happened and expressed condolences to the Jackson family. She called on the justice system to work with the people of Jamaica to bring about change. Shinsia expressed her anger, saying the incident was very sick and the man responsible needs to be found. Other female artists joined in rallying the call, saying men need to be stopped. Men need to stop killing women. This is too much. The violence needs to stop. And some of the women use their own experiences 
of feeling unsafe to convey their point, saying they've never they've never truly felt safe as a woman. And they're aware that because of their gender, no matter where they are in the world, they have to move differently. Like, for instance, walking to a parking lot, taking public transportation, even being at a stoplight, because you never know what can happen or who could jump out at you. Many women have uh, responded that the situation is heartbreaking, but hope that they can find a way to change that for girls and women to come. They shouldn't have to be afraid just because of their gender and life is scary enough as it is. Yeah, I can't even imagine what that would be like. And honestly, shout out to you know the family of this young lady. It's, it's such a horrible thing to be known for, to end up in the media for, right? And, and this is a common story in many of our, our home countries, right? Including here, where we are in Canada, where women are, are treated like they're disposable at times. And uh, it's, it's very unfortunate, right, that in 2021, we still haven't um, advanced, right, or grown from this. And I think it's because we don't talk about it enough. I had no idea, right, that they, International Women's Month was a month. I thought it was a day, right? When I found out, I thought it was a day, but now it's like it's a whole month celebration. And people have had a whole month to, you know, like acknowledge women and still a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. There have been several male dancehall artists who have also shared their outrage about the situation, like Popcon. He posted a video clip expressing his anger and frustration over the unfortunate incident. He called for a meeting amongst other artists to address the matter, asking who would protect the women in Jamaica and all over the world. Beanie Man stated, the real pandemic is the crime and violence in Jamaica. We are not okay. Our children and women are not safe and we need justice. And it's not just for Jamaica, it's for women all over the world. I think we can all agree that it's time for a real change around the world and it's up to everyone to do their part to make things better effectively. No one should have to live their life in fear based on their gender. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. For artists to be addressing this, right, it's... uh. It's very important, right? Like the power of celebrity. The power of celebrity is there to either sometimes help or it can sometimes be destructive, like Arkanji's comments, right? This is just me on the outside, right? As a fan of the music. Um, during the week, I'm exposed to a lot of dancehall music. Uh, in my workplace, right? Uh, my Some of my co-workers are allowed to play music, right? And sometimes when I hear the music that they're listening to, the type of dance hall that's out there right now, or has always been out there, and I'm, this is not just exclusive to dance hall, right? We're just talking about this one right now. Um, a lot of the music is very aggressive, right? Towards women, right? Things that are said about women. Like if you listen to reggaeton songs, for example, um, there are songs that are talking about agarralas, uh, agarrala, suéltala, tocala, agarrala, píala, contra, like stuff like slamming women in, against the walls, um, you know, like very aggressive themes, right? Obviously, they're not meant to be taken literal, but you know, if you were to actually translate a lot of the reggaeton lyrics into English or mean them literal, you are talking about beating up women in the worst way. I would love to hear more songs about, you know, uplifting women, how powerful they are, how strong they are, how much they've supported each other and their family. But like most of the stuff we heard over the years is 
related to sex. It's degrading. It's talking about their body parts. This is a bitch and this is what she's going to do and I'm going to do to her. And I want to be able to open my ears to things that are more inspiring, uplifting. There's so many, there are so many songs out there and I appreciate the ones that have been made that shine a positive light on women and their strength. And I want us to all strive to continue to make music like that. It doesn't always have to be degrading. It doesn't ever have to be degrading. I do believe, right, that there's music for many different situations. There's music, there's sexual music that's meant for what it's for. There's uplifting music meant for what it's for. There's, you know, there's music for everything. There's angry music, so when you need to let out some negative energy, right? Like, so you can leave it in the music, leave it in the room, so you don't actually express that all over somebody's face. And when you, <laughs> when you listen to angry music, it also has to transition into an uplifting kind of a sound or else you'll still stay in that anger so you can't just listen to the music and leave the anger in it you got to transition yourself into something more positive and that's how you move forward and that's how you grow right and you know like music is a very powerful tool right it's a very influential tool um there's a lot of different opinions about if you know music is the reason for a lot of our actions and a lot of our behaviors some may say yes, some may say no. And I would agree that, it, yes, it does, because the things that you put in your mind and you repeat is what you start to act out, what you start to think. I'm not saying it completely changes your ideologies, but it does have an impact on how you see things. Yeah, and I, for one, I've had this conversation with many people, and I believe that this is a case-by-case situation not everybody's the same and i don't think we can generalize it um that you know music influences everybody in a negative or a positive way it's a case-by-case situation whoever you associate with if you are friends with abusers if you are friends with people that think it's okay to treat people a certain way in a negative way then you are going to imitate that and you're going to think that these things are okay so does it have a whole lot to do with the music probably not but it most likely has a lot to do with the people that you associate with and, and the people that you allow to get away with certain things, certain things that you allow mans to get away with. When you don't speak up about it, there's nothing to be embarrassed about for sticking up for somebody else. Call out your friends, call out your boys that, you know, hit their girls. You know what I mean? I've done it, you know, and I think those type of men are trash. You've, you've called them out, right? You haven't like hit the female. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I've called them out. I've called out the mans, you know what I mean? You know who you are. And that's why I don't associate with you anymore. That's good to hear. You know, so um, rest in peace to Kenise Jackson. Can you believe she was only 20 years old? Just starting her life, you know, making she had and she had a good she had a good job. She was an accounting clerk. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's very unfortunate. And I really hope that that these evildoers, these clowns are brought to justice because I, I, I can't even imagine what it's like for somebody to know that their child was taken from them in such a horrific way. You know, um. Praying for peace in Jamaica, praying for peace in uh, where I'm from in El Salvador, praying for peace in Mexico, and especially where we currently live, right? We're praying for peace in Canada and Toronto. And uh, yeah, once again, happy International Women's Month to all of you. You know, you deserve this. It's Women's Day every single day of the year. Don't kid yourselves. You are, ce- you are to be celebrated every single day. Every single day. Right? So... Speaking of celebrations, I don't know if this is something to be celebrated. I don't know if a lot of people are celebrating this. It's, it's a very weird um, situation that's going on in the reggaeton world, right? Um, some of you may be familiar with El Chombo. 
El Chombo is a producer, DJ, radio personality from Panama. Um, El Chombo, his real name is Rodney. And El Chombo is, uh, he's also part American, right? So he's, his English is pretty good. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I was actually surprised but by that, you know what I mean? Because I didn't really know a whole lot about him before social media. He actually um, started his YouTube channel in 2016. And ever since then, all he's really been doing is, you know, trying to educate the masses, trying to, trying to let us know more about music, certain things about genres, how BPMs work, how sampling work, where certain influences come from. And, and it's really good. You should check out his channel, El Chombo Oficial. The reason why he's been in the news in 2021 is because he was interviewed by Molusco TV. Molusco is somebody that... Um, I discovered while uh, I was at home recovering from a fractured toe. I was actually at home for like about a month and a half. And, you know, the internet was at my disposal. I couldn't really move. And I came across a channel that started doing versus battles, right? Um, a couple of channels, actually, right? So during the Timbaland and Swiss Beats um, time where the versus uh, battles started happening, it started happening in the reggaeton world as well, and I was losing my mind. You know, with the Tiny and Looney battle, the DJ Urba, DJ Nelson battles, Eliel, like those were amazing. And, um, you know, from all of that, uh, Molusco got a lot more popular. And he introduced, he interviewed El Chombo. During that interview with El Chombo, he was asked, how do you feel the, about the condition of reggaeton? And he said, reggaeton is dead. The essence, the originality of what reggaeton came from, it's dead. It's pop music now. In a way, don't kill me for this, but I agree with him. Example, Despacito. How many of you think that Despacito is a reggaeton song? Yeah, if you think that's a reggaeton song, we got some problems. Because I do not think that's reggaeton at all. We're not here to discuss that or debate that. We're just here talking about, you know, where we are right now as reggaeton. Um, is reggaeton pop music now? Is it bad that it's pop music now? Pop music just means that it's popular, right? That's exactly what it means. And I don't think reggaeton is dead. I don't think you could ever say a genre of music is dead. It's just, it's either evolved into something else or, no, well, no, it's evolved into something else and it's taken on a new branch of its own into being reggaeton pop. Someone, an artist can always go back and actually try to make like a legit grimy classical kind of reggaeton track that's always on the table just depends on who the artist is who the producer is put it together and boom you got a track but i wouldn't say a, a genre of music is dead depends on the people if they want to make a pop kind of sounding reggaeton let them make it if they want to make an old school i can't do it but <laughs> good try good try good try if they want to make a classical reggaeton track let them do it the genre is a genre can never be dead music will always live on there's always a past or present and a future and what really sticks is what is original what comes from the heart what you know you can feel in your soul okay right so um with that said right um i still kind of disagree you know, the type of reggaeton that we're used to, that used to stand out, that left a, you know, lasting impression on us, they don't make that kind of reggaeton anymore. And it's not just uh, reggaeton, it's all music now. There's just so much more access to putting your music out. It's easier to put music out. So everybody's just constantly putting music out. And 
it's not a whole lot of it is memorable anymore, right? And I think that's along the lines of what Chumbo was saying, right? And I don't think anybody had any, any idea of how big this was going to blow up. He said this maybe at the beginning of March or end of February, and it's still a big problem with amongst Puerto Rican artists. And the reason why Puerto Rican artists are the ones that are the most, uh, you know, uh, affected by what he said is because, you know, a lot of artists out of Puerto Rico, you know, this is how they eat. This is what gave them a career, right? Uh, creating reggaeton music. Uh, there's artists uh, such as Daryl, right? Daryl. He's a fairly new reggaeton artist in the game right now. And there was an interview where he was actually demanding Chombo to apologize for what he said. And I don't know if the vibe that I got from what he said was what it was, but I got some vibes from Daryl that said, he was kind of telling him, yo, you better apologize for what you said because, you know, I can't help you if, you know, you get touched on the street, meaning he might get beat up. I don't know why he would go as far as saying something like that. Chumbo's a retired man. The man is allowed to have his own opinion. He's been in the game for a while and he's had his own experiences. In my opinion, he's one of the reasons why Puerto Ricans were inspired to create the music that they made and where it went, right? Spanish, right? Like, Chombo came from the time where they were sampling from Jamaican rhythms, right? And they turned that and they gave it a twist and turned it into Spanish reggae at the time, right? Um, so from, what his, from his comments, he even uh, made a video explaining why he said that. But influential people, you know, some of the gatekeepers in reggaeton were not having it, right? And they've been very vocal about it, you know, different interviews such as, you know, there's a show on Molusco TV that I listen to religiously called El Palabreo with Mario Villay and Coyote. And I'm so sorry, I don't know who the other guy is. I see him all the time. I forget his name, right? So they talk about it all the time and they disagree. They don't think the reggaeton is dead. But reading the comments and, you know, it's very divided. You know, a lot of people think it's dead. A lot of people think it's not. What do you think, people? Do you think reggaeton is dead? Daddy Yankee released a song recently, right? And the way they marketed the song was he was going to revive reggaeton, right? That reggaeton is not dead, right? There was even a hand that was pulling a skeleton from a grave and, you know, it's a reggaeton or something like that. And the song was called uh, Problema. And my opinion, he did not save anything. Do you remember seeing that video? I do. What is that hammering? We don't have to cut that part up, but... Yandel, from the group Wisin Yandel, he put out a song called El Palabreo. El Palabreo kind of means like, from my understanding, it's kind of like when you're having a conversation, you're having a discussion, right? El Palabreo or, you know, your slang or the way you speak, right? Um, in this case, uh, Yandel, he did a song um, that was basically saying that reggaeton is not dead. And it was very clear that it was directed to El Chombo because a part of the song, he says that if he sees El Chombo, he's going to give him the finger. Now, I found that funny because Yandel is probably like almost 40 years old, if not in his 40s. And, you know, to see somebody that's so butthurt about what somebody said in regards to, you know, the music they make, I... I get it, you gotta defend, you know, what, what puts food on your table and stuff, but to go about it like that, and you know, you're telling a grown old man, older man, sorry, no disrespect to the chombo, 
an older person, you know, that you're going to give them the finger for their opinion? Like, are we going in the right direction as people? Like, yeah, it's for entertainment, this and that. But if you really look at the deep root of it, we're going after somebody, making songs, right? Angry at him because he had an opinion. You know, and, and I don't know, how do, you, how do you feel about that? You know, like people getting so butthurt about an opinion. My question is, why are you getting so butthurt? Are you upset because the man's opinion is saying that reggaeton is... Is it true? Are they butthurt because it's true? Yeah. And if you are butthurt, just make better music. Prove the man wrong. You can't take up the mantle by yourself and try to revive a so-called dying genre. Do it with other artists if you can. But just prove the man wrong. That's all you have to do, not insult him. Right, and... if I'm not mistaken, the song El Palabreo that Yandel just released, it was pro- one of the producers was his son, right? And yeah, so, you know, um, this clearly got, the, got a rise out of reggaeton media, specifically from Puerto Rico, right? Where they have generated many global artists. Do I think reggaeton is dead? I don't think it's dead. I just think it's changed. I'm not a fan of a lot of it today, I'm not going to lie. Not a whole lot of it is memorable. You know, if you would like some variety, we're going to do some shameless promo right now. And we're going to tell you to listen to the Woke Up A Rebel playlist that's on Spotify. We update that schnitz every Sunday with new music, songs that you most likely have never heard of from artists that you have never heard of. Um, If I'm not mistaken, my Spotify wrap-up from 2020 uh, I listened to like I think twelve or fourteen hundred new artists, you know, and that has nothing to do with me searching for them. Like it's just that you know, based on the algorithm and stuff, like new artists are introduced to me because I look for them, right? There's so much other talent out there, and there's so much talent out there in the world, and they just needs they just need some exposure, right? Like you're absolutely right about that. So um, I mean, just to see the condition of reggaeton where it's at right now. Uh, I was very saddened and I felt kind of like, what is wrong with these people? Um, Anuel posted on his Instagram, right? And it went pretty viral. Like, that's the reason why I saw it. I don't look for Anuel content. But Anuel made a comment in, I think, his most recent Instagram post where he's showing off his jewelry. He's showing off all his riches and whatever. And he says, to get to this level, you have to talk to the Illuminati. Like, why would you even say that, bro? Why are you promoting that? You know, and, and it just goes to show you the condition of, of the genre now, right? Is it pop now? Yes, it is. When you see somebody like him, yeah, it's super pop. And in my opinion, I think Anuel is a 100% sellout. Why would you say something like that? You saying that you spoke to the Illuminati is like basically you selling you sold your soul to get to this level. And you're proud of it. And if you're proud of it, yo, live your life, man. You're living your truth. But I, for one... You know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of his music. You know, if it's playing, it's playing, I'll jam out, you know, but do I search for his music? Nah, it doesn't it doesn't have any substance. It's very materialistic. It's it's not what I like, and it might be a huge bias compared to the reggaeton that has always been made. But, uh, you know, to straight up glorify something dark that you did to get to that level, my brother, you need some healing, man. You know, be careful and use your platform responsibly, bro. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's leave it with that. You know, um, shared a little bit of El Palabreo with you, shared um, a little bit of Problema from Daddy Yankee and a little bit of El Chombo, right? So 
you know, happy International Women's Month. You know, Aisha, I'm very grateful that I'm teamed up with uh, a very talented, gifted young woman. Oh, you are so kind. Thank you so much. I'm grateful that you acknowledge that. No, I'm just kidding. But I am happy to be working with you as well because you do understand the struggles women have gone through and continue to go through considering you were raised by two women yourself. I know that has a big part to play in it, so I'm grateful for the fact that I can work with somebody who takes notice of all these things and, you know, makes other people aware of it too. You know, thank you. And, you know, it takes a group effort and, uh, you know, men, we have to listen. We have to listen a little bit more, okay? Read between the lines. The way that we are raised sometimes, you know, to think that women are just objects, no. To always to think that women are objects is wrong, period. Okay? Um, it's just do better, men. Celebrate them. Acknowledge them. And um, it's not just limited to the month of March. Okay? We need to celebrate our women, respect our women every single day of the year. You understand? ¿Me entiendes lo que te digo? Okay. So, we shall leave you with that. Thank you, General Royalty, for joining me in this discussion. My pleasure, of course. All right, then. So, hopefully you liked this episode. Check out our previous episodes that are available to you. Uh, we are on Instagram at Woke Up a Rebel. We are on Twitter at Woke Up a Rebel. We are on TikTok at Woke Up a Rebel. We, are, we have our website and our merch store that's going to be launched just now at WokeUpARebel.com. Pew, pew. <laughs> so have a great day, people, and uh, stay tuned for the next one. Woke up a rebel.